0: I'm Ree Drummond. I'm a writer, blogger, photographer, mother, and I'm an accidental country girl. I live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere and I've got a lot of mouths to feed. My style of food is simple yet scrumptious and all my recipes have to be approved by cowboys, hungry kids, and me. Here's what's happening on the ranch. We've been a little busy around here and I haven't been able to get to the store in a while, so for the next 24 hours, I'm relying on whatever I've got on hand to cook up delicious pantry pasta for a mom-daughter dinner. Notice my very large bowls. That was no accident. Then the next morning, I'm whipping up French toast with berry butter for breakfast for the kids. Who else wants one? Me! Me, 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 Me! Followed by a hearty meal later in the day of simple, perfect chili with all the fixins, and a delicious home-baked apple brown Betty, all from what I can find in my pantry, fridge, and freezer. It's all about stocking up. Welcome to my frontier. Well, we've been pretty busy around here between soccer and football and school and work. You know the drill. And I haven't had a chance to get to the store in a little while, so I'm relying on my trusty staples. My husband Lad has the three younger kids with him at a soccer game tonight, so I'm getting ready to raid the pantry for a mother-daughter dinner. All right, let's see what I got. Pasta, of course, onion and garlic, diced tomatoes, that's a good one. And then, oh, assorted olives, artichoke hearts, like the looks of those, how could I forget pesto, and oh, of course, pine nuts, because Alex and I both love them. I think I'm set. I've got some red onion sautéing in a little olive oil in the skillet, and I've minced up quite a bit of garlic. I'll throw that in there and let it sauté for a couple minutes. Pantry pasta is just a go-to basic pasta that you can make with whatever you have in your pantry, and you can customize it according to who you're cooking for. And then I've got some really great Greek olives, a couple of different colors, so they're really pretty. If I were making this for my husband and my boys, this is an example of where I might leave out the olives because they think olives are a little on the salty side. But since it's my daughter and me, we're gonna totally go for it. I'm just gonna give them a rough chop. And then I've got some jarred artichoke hearts and you can do plain or marinated again, just whatever you've got. So I'm just going to cut them in half. And then I've got a can of diced tomatoes. So I'm just going to add these with the juice. You can do whole tomatoes, too. The diced tomatoes seem to keep their shape a little bit better. And since this is a quick pasta sauce, they don't need to spend very much time cooking. And then I'll add the olives. And I'll add the artichoke hearts. Give it a stir. And some chicken broth and just splash it in. Just any kind of liquid so the sauce can cook and bubble up. Add a little salt and pepper. Okay, now I'm just going to let this simmer for a bit. And I'll go ahead and throw in the pasta. Again, you can use whatever pasta you have in your pantry. I like to collect different shapes of dried pasta because I'm just a pasta nut. So you can do linguine, spaghetti, anything you have. These are kind of cute little flowers, they're called and I thought that would be oh so appropriate for a dinner with my oldest daughter. You know, living in the country, I never know when I'm gonna get to town to go to the store. Sometimes I go every week, and sometimes I wait a little bit between trips, cause I like to stay home a lot. But two or three times a year, I go to the city and really, really stock up at a larger store. It's nice to have everything on hand, then I can whip up a meal no matter what's going on in our lives. I always have beans, especially pinto beans. I put them in soups or just cook them with a ham hock, potatoes, onions, and garlic, and I store them in a basket so air can circulate, canned tomatoes, pastas of various kinds, and different stocks and broths. And I always have chipotle peppers. I use them all the time in salad dressings, soups, and sauces. And a new favorite of mine, panko breadcrumbs. They make the most incredible crisp toppings and coatings. Then my trusty seasonings. Balsamic vinegar, Worcestershire sauce, and hot sauce for extra heat. Okay, the pasta's done. All right, now I'm not sure if I'm gonna add all the pasta. Just add enough so that we both have a really good portion. And this is where the For Me category comes into play. Pesto. Pesto is such a great way to get an injection of herbs into your dishes, so I'm going to add a nice healthy portion. Actually, I'll go ahead and add two healthy portions. And pesto smells so good. It just completely transforms whatever you stir it into. Okay, and I've got another ingredient that's great to keep in the fridge because it lasts a really long time. Feta cheese. You can buy it crumbled, or I really like these large blocks. Break up the chunks a little bit. Ah, oh, feta has such a wonderful smell too. Just sprinkle that over the top. Give it a stir, and then finally, toasted pine nuts. Perfect pantry item. All right, perfect, Alex. All right, time to eat. Up next, it's French toast with berry butter for the kids' breakfast. Hey, Peggy. Here you go then my simple, perfect chili and apple brown Betty, all from the fridge and freezer. Yay for being stocked up. Well, I'm not gonna get to the store until tomorrow, so I'm basically relying on whatever I've got in my freezer and my pantry. I'm making the kids French toast with berry butter for breakfast this morning. I brought a loaf of bread home from the lodge. It was in the freezer. And I'm gonna mix up my favorite French toast base. I've got four egg yolks. I like French toast made with egg yolks. It just gives it a wonderful richness. And I'm gonna add two cups of half and half, about two teaspoons of vanilla. Vanilla and French toast go hand in hand I think and then I'm just gonna add the zest of a lemon if you don't have one of these zesters you need to ask for one for your birthday they are miraculous then I'll just tap the zest into the bowl and finally I'm gonna add a good tablespoon of sugar just for a little sweetness all right now whisk that together ah it looks so beautiful and creamy and egg yolky all right Now I'll just dunk the bread, totally submerge it. I really like using bread from the freezer to make French toast because it's usually a little bit tough, a little on the dry side, and dunking it in this makes it almost like a fresh loaf of bread. All right, I've got the last two dunked, and I've got a little bit of liquid left, so I'm just going to drizzle that over the rest of the pieces. I wouldn't want this glorious concoction to go to waste. I've got all the bread soaked in the mixture. I've had the griddle heating up, medium-low heat, so I'm just gonna swipe some butter over the griddle. Okay, now I'm just gonna get the French toast on the griddle. Ah, it already smells so good. I smell that vanilla. Okay, the French toast is ready to flip. The yellow color is so beautiful and they're toasting so perfectly like to rush French toast. I kind of put it on a medium-low griddle. I really want it to cook all the way through and get crispy on the outside so be patient with it. And then I'm gonna grab the berry butter that I brought home from the lodge. It was in the freezer and just like the bread I let it thaw in the fridge overnight. It's just two sticks of softened butter whipped in the mixer using the whisk attachment. Then you throw in half a cup of blackberries or any other berry you like Then, using the paddle attachment, turn the mixer on low for about five seconds, just long enough to mix the berries in, but not to turn it into a mess. Then just turn the butter onto plastic wrap set over a sheet of foil and roll it into a cylinder. Seal it inside the wrap, secure the foil around it, then gradually apply more pressure as you twist to make the cylinder taut and twist the ends, and that's it. It really keeps so well in the freezer. I've made them and stuck them in the freezer before and forgotten about them for months, and they're still delicious when I thaw them out. Or if you want to make them and serve them right away, just stick them in the freezer for about 30 minutes and let them firm up. I made blackberry and raspberry butter. I like to slice it pretty thick, and that way when it melts over the french toast, you have this cascade of melted butter and then these bits of berries that are left behind, and it's Too beautiful for words. And I'm going to put both kinds of berry butter on the French toast. Then I'm going to sprinkle the whole thing with powdered sugar, drizzle on some warm maple syrup to die for. Hey kids, breakfast. Sorry to shout. I'm often asked about how I stock my pantry and my fridge and my freezer, so I decided to write a little blog post and outline how I do it all. Here's what I usually have in the fridge. I always have lemons and limes, butter and long-lasting cheese like cheddar and feta, and of course, bacon. I've always got to have bacon. The freezer is one of my favorite spots for stocking up things like green beans, peas, and around the holidays I have pumpkin puree. And then I have a little trick for all those annoying little containers of spices that accumulate over time. I just dump them all in a container and then I just use it as an all-purpose seasoning mix. All right, the post is done. I'm gonna go ahead and publish. I'm heading up to the lodge to raid the fridge and freezer so we can chow down on simple, perfect chili and apple brown Betty. The family's out moving cattle, so they're gonna be hungry. Lad and the kids are out moving some cattle around, and since I'm still not gonna get to the store until tomorrow, I'm relying on whatever I've got in my pantry and freezer. This is my simple, perfect chili, and it really is just that. It's a total cinch to make. I just throw two pounds of ground beef into a large pot with two cloves of chopped garlic. Then cook it till it browns. While that's happening, I mix up the herbs and spices. One teaspoon of ground oregano, one teaspoon of ground cumin, a fourth a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, two tablespoons of chili powder, and one teaspoon of salt. Then I add an 8 ounce can of tomato sauce, the spices, and give it a good stir. Put on the lid and simmer it for an hour. After that, I grab a quarter cup of masa mixed with half a cup of water. Masa is corn flour and it thickens the chili and adds a great corn flavor. After an hour, I dump the masa mixture into the chili, stir it together well, then let it simmer for a few more minutes. Then it's done. Simply perfect. Okay, I just snipped the bags open. Dinner doesn't get much easier than this, does it? And I'm just gonna place them in the pot and then just pour some water over the top and then heat them up, and the water will eventually evaporate and it'll be perfect. Right now we're gonna sort a few of the little cattle off of these and then we're gonna haul the big ones over to another place on the ranch. They need to go into a fresh pasture where they're gonna spend the winter. Bigs, little. Come on, kids. Hey. Hey. And now I'm gonna start on the beans. My recipes are very, very complicated. Beware. You know what I love so much about chili is that you can serve it on its own in a bowl with fixin's or you can do any number of other things with it. It's so, so versatile. Chili cheeseburger is one of Lad's all-time favorite meals. A bun, a burger, a pile of chili and some grated cheddar cheese. That's got my husband's name written all over it walking tacos, corn chips, chili, grated cheddar cheese, and a sprinkling of diced red onion. Such an easy and really fun treat. And sometimes we have stuffed red, green, or yellow bell peppers. Take a bell pepper, lop off the top, take out the seeds, then fill it with chili, top it with grated cheddar cheese, and bake it in the oven for 20 to 25 minutes at 375. So, so good. I just love all those recipes. All right, the chili's thawed. I just throw the beans in. I'm using kidney beans and pinto beans, but you can use whatever beans you have in your pantry. And I'm just gonna let this simmer gently until they get back from moving cattle around. And then I've got some fixins ready for the chili. The great thing about these fixins is they're all pantry and fridge standbys. I've got tortilla chips, lime wedges, red onion, and of course, grated cheese. You gotta have lots and lots of grated cheese when you serve chili. Next, I'm a half a day away from getting to the store, but I'll still be able to get apple brown Betty and hearty chili on the table for my gang. Stocking up's the only way to go out here. For recipes from this episode, go to foodnetwork.com/pioneerwoman. I'm still not going to make it till the store until tomorrow, so I'm cooking from my trusty staples. Lad and the kids are out moving cattle around, and I know they're going to be starving when they get back. So I've made chili, and I'm getting ready to whip up apple brown Betty. I've got the apples from the fridge, the bread from the freezer, and now I just have to throw it all together. Start by sprinkling Granny Smith apples, which have been peeled, cored, and diced into a buttered baking dish. Next, sprinkle on 3 quarters of a cup of brown sugar, 4 slices of diced wheat bread, and 8 tablespoons of butter. Then repeat with the other half of the apples, another 3 quarters of a cup of brown sugar, the other half of the bread, then the top gets dotted with 8 more tablespoons of butter. And you end it by sprinkling half a cup of water all over the surface, just a spoonful at a time. See what I mean about throwing it all together? I love easy desserts. Now this bakes at 375 for about 45 minutes with the foil on. And then I'll take the foil off and bake it for another 10 minutes. And by that time, the family will be back to eat. Hey. Hey. You good? Yep. You ready? Yes. All right, who wants That's chili? There you go. Alex Marie. One scoop, One scoop for Todd? Daddy, how many scoops? I'll take three to start off with. Then I might have to eat Bryce's. <laughs> mmm. Hey, that does look so good. Mmm, mmm, mm. mama's chili is good chili. Yes it is, Todd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I am stuffed. Me too. Me too. And who wants dessert? Me. <laughs> All right, dessert. Apple Brown Betty, guys. I'm ready. Toddy, you get to go first. Dig in. Okay. Yum. All right, thank you, mama. You're welcome. <laughs> A hot apple dessert with ice cream is just hard to beat. It really is. They were meant to go together. So, who volunteers to do the dishes? Me. Hey. Oh, that's hey, nice, Todd. Nice How about time? you, Paige? <laughs> okay, I'll help Todd. You don't have to. I will too. <laughs> you. The family's doing the dishes. I don't have to go to the store till tomorrow. Life is good.